Welcome back to episode number 79. Today's show is with Travis Wright. Travis is a top marketing technologist, author, keynote speaker, blockchain advisor, tech journalist, and the podcast host of the Bad Boy Crypto Podcast, which is about everything crypto, and the Nifty Show Podcast, which is your weekly resource to learn about upcoming NFT releases and case studies by companies that are using and creating NFTs. Travis is also the formal global digital and social strategist at Symantec for the Norton brand. Travis is also the co-founder and CMO of CCP Digital, a Kansas City and San Francisco-based digital ad and content agency. Before we get into the show, make sure to check out the sponsors down below. It's the best way to support the podcast. All of the sponsors are tools and brands that I use in my personal life that add great value to me and my clients. Also, make sure to subscribe to the newsletter for more exclusive content. And now, please enjoy this episode with Travis Wright. Travis, great to connect with you, my man. Thank you for joining us today. Great to be here, my dude. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited to talk to you. You have a lot of amazing things going on. Uh, you got Bad Crypto, you got the Nifty Show, and you got the Soul Shamans coming to uh, the marketplace too. So you got a lot of amazing things. But before we get into that, uh, what's your kind of two-minute story? How'd you get into all, all this stuff? Well, you know, it's like um, I'm, I'm really someone who likes to stack skills. Yeah, I think that historically, my career has all been about seeing what's next. And you know, that whole Wayne Gretzky thing is, uh, you know, don't go where the puck is, go where the puck is heading. Yep. And I've done that, I think, seven different times in my career, where I get there first, before people get it. I see where it's going. And I, and then I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing. But then yeah. I'm working towards gaining those skills for where I see the next levels going. And then always, I'm always a step ahead. And, uh, you know, I started that with even back in the with the with the um, early Internet, you know, it's like I saw, you know, search engine manipulation early on. Like, I know I could do some stuff on these websites to make my Web page rank well. Yeah, I learned that. And so I was I was doing all kinds of black hat stuff, you know, and there to you know, just <laughs> putting all this text on the side and like hiding it. And then like, like, man, look, I'm ranking for these massive keywords like, you know, and then paid search and mobile marketing and social media marketing. You know, I was the global digital strategist for Semantic for the Norton brand. Wow. And, you know, so social media marketing, uh, I was one of the top marketing technologists because I saw how all these, you know, having been a technologist for a while and build, built websites for years and just saw how these technologies all go together and how they're important and what you need to do, marketing technology. And then about five years ago, Joel Kahn and I, uh, we literally shifted from the marketing world because we saw where there was so much censorship beginning and a lot of you know big tech sort of problems that are just not yeah. awesome. And so we moved over to blockchain and started uh, the Bad Crypto Podcast back in uh, uh, July of 2017. And uh, we've been doing Bad Crypto now for almost five years. We were the very first podcast to even mention NFTs. And yep. uh, then we ended up, we were the very first podcast about NFTs because we, we've been covering it early and 
you know, we see the metaverse and Web3 and where things are going. And, and we just kind of keep an eye on the battle between centralization and the legacy technologies and then the decentralized, de decentralized sort of Web3 technologies. And we just, you know, get in where we fit in. That's amazing. I love that. Uh, how do you do that, right? Because most people, and I love that quote, I always bring up the Wayne Gretzky quote. I remember him saying that to an interview when they asked him how he's so good. But most people are chasing, right? Most people right now, they're chasing like the NFT market or the metaverse now or like the crypto market. Like, was that a natural skill you've had your whole life or did you kind of uh, cultivate that or? Uh, so it's stacking skill stuff, just seeing what's next. Like I, I know how to research things. Yeah. And, I, you know, every year, and, and actually I haven't done it this year, but this is a reminder that I need to do it, is every year what I'll normally will do is I'll go in on a search engine and type file type colon PDF, you know, technology trends. Yeah. You know, you know, what's going on in 2000, what's going on in 2022, according to Deloitte mm -hmm. or, you know, Ernst & Young, you know, what are all these big consulting firms thinking are going to be? the big trends and I'll go through and I'll read them and I'll find the ones that resonate the most with me. Right. I'll go, okay, that's really interesting. And then sometimes they're not even going to be this year. They're next year, or a couple of years down the road. Yep. And uh, that's just always really served me to, to get education in my brain for free. Right. It doesn't cost anything. If you do that file type PDF and find it, those things are available out there. Yeah. I'm just curious about future trends I'm curious about technology trends, what's going to happen. And I want to read what these people have to say. A lot of times, some of them will just be just a huge document with like 80 different trends and stuff in there. And a lot of them are just irrelevant for my skill set. But then there's the few that are. And then having, I don't watch, I'll tell you this, is that I don't watch a lot of television. Yeah. I don't, I don't waste time watching, playing a whole lot of video games. I, or I haven't. But now it's not really wasting time when we got this play to earn crypto thing going on. It's like, I mean, you make a couple, two, three hundred bucks a day just playing some game for just a few minutes. It's like, this is we're in a totally different time right now. It's like the things that you might have told your children or you think about telling your children, don't be wasting your time on video games. Like, no, video games is going to probably be your bread and butter in some ways to put a lot of crypto and, and a lot of value in your pocket. And yep. so, you know digital natives here we are and so there's just a lot of a lot of different opportunities out there and i just and joel's the same way we just kind of see them before and we know that we knew that you know 2020 was the year of DeFi. we knew that before it was coming DeFi is going to be huge in 2020 we knew that nfts were going to blow up in 2021 we talked about it we knew it and it did and we know that play to earn is just going to be ginormous here in 2022. And so people who are playing games and earning some crypto, people think the metaverse is going to be so huge right now, but people aren't ready for the metaverse yet. Not, mm -hmm. not really. There's people going to go there and have fun. It's the beginnings of it, but metaverse ain't, it's not fully matured yet, yeah. but it's the yeah. beginnings of it. And so and metaverse really is not even the proper term because right now they're all metaverses there's not right. one metaverse it's supposed to be the metaverse where they're all connected and we're very far away from all these things being connected yet so it's just a matter of, of paying attention diving down rabbit holes and not wasting time on things that that aren't necessary yeah i love that you said three really amazing things you just wrapped it up when you just said just now 
but it's like doing doing your homework, right? You said you research, you look into what's going on. Uh, also anticipation, right? Anticipation is power. Like leaders anticipate, losers react. Um, and I also love that you kind of matched it with your skill set too. Also like filtering out the things that aren't a good fit, right? Because a lot of people, they try to do things that aren't really, they're not passionate about it, or it's not kind of their core competency. So that's mm-hmm. another really hard thing for people to do. Well, right? A lot of times it's not your core competency, but you can build it. Yeah, you can, too. I mean, it's like, it's a, like this, this whole crypto world that we've been in is like, that was not my core competency. There was nobody's yeah. core competency. Yeah, right? it's like we're we're paving new highways. You know yep. what I mean? And so it's like <laughs> you're paving new highways. It's like, but you know, it's that whole that's that whole quote. Like the the pioneers are the ones who get the arrows in the back. Yeah, and uh, you know, and as I know that that happens, we don't we're not always super successful the first time out because we're still kind of trying to you know cut the path down to figure out where it's gonna go and how it's all gonna lay out but i mean if you're paying attention that's the trick is just to keep paying attention yep. most people will spend their time on so much things that don't matter yeah and the more you spend on that irrelevant stuff then you know you just i mean how many how many hours is the most does a normal person consume youtube and mindless netflix shit every week you know what i mean just think about how many hours that is and it's like if you had spent two of those with a, a, a Kindle, you know, PDF of some, you know, research paper that's interesting to you in your industry that maybe can help you level up. Well, guess what? You're going to be worth more next year if you're leveling up consistently. Yep. Like you, you're going to be more valuable to your position or you're, you're going to be able to spot an opportunity that somebody else didn't spot. And so I think there's just a lot of value in that that a lot of people maybe miss. Yep. I love that. Very cool. Very cool. So you got the bad crypto show, the nifty show, and then I want to talk about uh, soul shamans too, what you got coming out, but can you tell us about bad, bad crypto? Is that like an overall kind of crypto podcast about what's going on in the markets and things like that? Or what's that about? Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people who are listening right, right to this, you know, they're entrepreneurs and they're, and they're people who are into personal development. So they might not be into crypto yet. Yeah. And um, you know, so, you know, bad crypto we've done. I mean, I think 700 some odd episodes over the 500, over the five years, over the 500 years we've been around, (laughs) no, over the five years. And, um, you know, we like to, we've interviewed all the top, you know, people in the space for the most part. And it's like, that's it. It's like, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, go get a podcast, man, because you're going to, you're going to get access to all these people in in all these industries that you might want to learn from that then become like a connection of yours. Yep. It's like the best way podcast is like a Trojan horse to build your network. Yeah. Right. Yep. It really is. And so I, I knew this, I started out, I had a podcast called cultivate greatness. Yep. My first podcast episode was back in 2006. And uh, you know, I interviewed all these amazing authors and then I went into a deep dive talking about the laws of success by Napoleon Hill and just mindset and visualization and just, focus in on what it is you want, not what you don't want. Yep. And, you know, just like, so that, 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 that was a thing. And, but as I was still, I was like, I love that, but I'm like, all right, I still got a career to build. And so I was able to, to build, to build this thing. But really, I think that that's, that's a, that's a key thing for entrepreneurs to think about, man, is that, man, you know, you might not think you have anything to talk about. Well, guess what? You don't got to be the one talking. You just got to be asking questions. Yep. You know? <laughs> just ask a few questions, get the, get the experts to talk record yep. it yep. and the show doesn't even got to be popular 
you're going to get amazing people coming on your show. And now you just, you just extended them the amount of your network just exponentially. Yep. And so, yep. you know, it's like, I did that cultivate greatness for, I don't even know, 50 some odd episodes or whatever early on. That's really early in the podcasting game. And, um, as I saw that, I saw that really early 2005. And I was like, I need to do a podcast. Wow. I don't know how to do one, but I'm going to learn how to do it. And then I started it in early 2006 and just took off. Right. And I was like early, early, early days of podcasting. And, you know, then I was the, the Technorati uh, host, uh, which was uh, one of the top, you know, uh, web one, early web two websites back in, back in uh, Silicon Valley. I was the, the, one of the co-hosts of that. And then, I was the co-host of, of uh, Venture Beats um, uh, podcast oh, yeah. as well. And yeah. so we, we did a bunch of episodes there. Again, just talking to these amazing people. And uh, then, and one thing I'd always done was that my co-host, I always want to make sure that they had more cachet than me, right? Because it kind of elevates me. So it's like I'd have a co-host that's always, you know, always already doing some cool stuff and got some nice connections. And so then you're able to kind of elevate and lift up yourself. And if you're a curious person, you can ask questions. You can ask yeah. questions. You can be an interviewer. And uh, I think, you know, from that and then with Bad Crypto and then with the Nifty Show, which is, you know, all about NFTs and, and Web3 and Metaverse stuff. It's like, I just go where the, where the where's my passion at right now? And, you know, and uh, my mom was like, oh, my God, you change your career so often. Are you going to pick something like Mom, it's not the 1960s. You know, it's like <laughs> the world is changing so quick that it doesn't exist anymore. I could, she kept freaking out. Then, all, then finally she got it. She's like, okay, wow. Okay, no, you're doing really good. Wow, okay, great job. I'm proud of you, right? I was like, yeah, let, let me do my thing in my way and I'm gonna figure it out. And uh, I have. That's awesome. I love that. Uh, real quick, can you tell us how, what got you into uh, doing the, the, the Cultivating Greatness podcast and what got you into like studying mindset and like Napoleon Hill? You know, that was reading Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow yeah. Rich was the thing that really set me off on my yeah. entrepreneurial path. You know, it's like the whole, you know, just the, the, the mindset stuff, the, the mastermind group that he had, the, the whole thing of like, you know, always over deliver because you're over deliver yeah. you know you, it's going to come back to you in spades and it's like the more value you add to other people the more value is going to come back to you yep. and yep. um it's just it's it's just part of my dna it's like you know i listened to, to tony robbins you know personal power too back in the day and it's just like I, i'm just always a proponent of the more of i always say this the more good stuff you put in the more good stuff comes out because you got more for your synopsis to sort of figure out. Yep. You're sitting there watching, you know, hours and hours of, you know, these crime dramas and all this other bullshit. You're putting in horror movies. It's just You're putting crap in your brain. Yeah. And your brain's trying to decipher it and, and figure it out. And it's just not, it's normally, it's just not healthy for your, for your mental, you know, and your emotional, you know, standpoint. And so, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of like, I, I really listened and, and read all as many different sort of those kinds of personal development books. Yeah. And really it's like, I only read nonfiction books. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't read fiction books. It's like, uh, it's, it's weird. I'm actually reading the book. It's not nonfiction, but it's one of the, it's an really interesting book. The last days of Lenin. Oh, wow. And, yeah. Uh, 
and it's James Patterson who's a phenomenal writer, but and it reads like it's a fiction book. Yeah. So it's like basically it's like here's here's Mark David Chapman, the guy that killed Lennon, and here's his story as he leaves Hawaii to come to New York. But then it also goes, Oh, here's John Lennon at an early age in the Beatles, and here's how they met and they did this. And it's like, and then oh, but Mark David Chapman's over here at the YMCA and he's doing this and he's got his gun. It's just phenomenal, but it's like I don't normally read even those kind of books. It's normally yeah. educational stuff. I don't read like biographies usually, but um, I do love, I do love knowledge, man. Audio books is just such a great way. Tools like Blinkist, yep. you know, those, yep. that app just to, to go out there. And there's, there's some other ones out there as well that I've discovered recently that just, you know, put good headway. I think it's another one. And uh, just, man, if you're driving, I don't always listen to music. I mean, I've been listening to some jams lately because I've been I like the jams, but um, you know I, I like to move and groove. But if I'm on a drive or I'm on a flight, I'm listening to some audio book, and uh, like I'm reading this one by by uh, Manly Hall. It's like the the uh, the ancient secrets of the uh, what was it the 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 secrets of the ancient world or something? You know the hidden secrets. It's like yeah. this is like all fantastic information to me, right? It's very heavy. I think it'd be nearly impossible to to read it and try to because it's just writ, wrote you know he wrote the book in 1910 or something so it's like it's got that 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 type of English to it but it's like listening to it I don't I don't mind listening to it I'm gleaming all kinds of wild stuff from all kinds of ancient wisdom and I love I love this ancient wisdom stuff yeah and it's like you know which which is why you know I've dove into this this creating this thing called Soul Shamans. And uh, SOL, because, uh, you know, sun, sun shamans. And it's just, the thing is, I got a buddy of mine, Oz Sultan, and uh, he got, he's got stage three cancer. And um, so we're like, how can we help him, man? It's like, and we did it. We did a, a set of uh, multiple sets of NFTs called blockchain heroes on wax. And he was one of the characters in the set. He's the wizard. He's Oz Sultan. He's like a king wizard, right? And so we made him a wizard. So I thought maybe what we'll do is we'll make a set of wizards to sort of help out Oz. And it just evolved since then. And what we're doing is we're launching, we have this seven-year roadmap for this thing. And these, basically you, you, you go and you mint a shaman. We're going to do this in March. You're going to mint your shaman. Then you're going to be able to get your spell book. And then once you mint your spell book and then you have your shaman, then you can go and every day, you have those, you connect your wallet, it sees you have one of each of those, then boom, you can mint a new NFT every day, which is going to be all about mindset, it's going to be affirmations, mantras, power words, sort of like maybe even pulling a tarot card each day or, yeah. or some sort of like power symbol or something, just to help people to dive down in the rabbit holes, right? It's like, how, how do you grow, you know, how do you grow your soul, right? How, how do you do that? It's like, here we are on earth, we're this, we're this, you know, spiritual being that's having this human experience. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that just gets lost on a lot of people. It's like, if you, you know, it's like, I'm not a religious person, but I know that we're a spiritual being. Yep. And, yep. Uh, and so how do you evolve your soul? If we're a soul and we're having a human experience, then it's my assumption that our job is to somehow grow our soul or educate our soul in some way to evolve it. Yep. Right. Because why, why are we still, why are we coming to earth right now? Like what, what's the purpose of that? You know, it's like, 
is what's my mission. And so, you know, I've, I've studied, you know, Huna, which is uh, a Polynesian ancient wisdom. I've studied with some, some the Kahunas and shamans there. I've gone through that journey path. I've studied, uh, you know, Peruvian Kuandero, which is a shamanic path. I've studied the ancient uh, Egyptian mystery schools. Mm. I've gone through and just, uh, you know, I've studied, you know, you know, energy work like Reiki, yeah. Reiki level two. I would have been a Reiki master, but my master ended up dying before I was able to do that. So I'm kind of stuck in limbo on that. But it's yeah. just like, yeah. these things are just interesting to me. And there's so many different sort of modalities and information that might be valuable to folks. And so, you know, that's what we're doing is we're creating these, these shamans, witches, wizards, hierophants, just really interesting, you know, people throughout time throughout all sort of um, parts of the world, bringing in all, all, all over. And we're bringing in, you know, stuff like sophisio frequencies, binaural beats, yeah. bringing in all these different symbols, sacred geometry mm -hmm. symbols, chakra symbols, mudras, just all these feathers, crystals, just all these different interesting components, because then you get one and you go, well, what does this do? Mm -hmm. What does this mean? How does this, how does this impact me? What do I need to know because of this? Mm -hmm. And you know, Zodiac symbols and all kinds, uh, um, you know, the, um, the, uh, the Mayan kin. So yep. like this, the, the Mayan calendar, you know, really realistically, you know, we're so detached from nature yep. and uh, there, there, we really should have 13 months in the year, 13 months of 28 days. That's 364 days. And then we'd have one, one an extra day each year. And that's the way it should be. But people were so superstitious back 2000, 22 years ago that they said, we got to take this off of this system and, and go into this new, we got to have 31 days here, 28 days here, 30 days here, because we want to keep everybody out of balance. Because right. if, if you keep civilization out of balance outside of nature, because when you're in with nature, it's like, oh, here's the full moon. It's the beginning of the month. Oh, look, it's now the new moon again. It's a, or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's like we're with nature. We are nature. Well, we lose the fact that we're nature. Yep. We've lost that somewhere along the way. Like we're, we are nature. Get out in nature. You know, I, I recently got this thing on my bed, a, uh, an earthing pad. And so uh -huh. basically, you, have you seen one of these? No. Basically, what it is is, it's it's a pad you put on top of your mattress and under your sheet um, and uh, you plug it into only the grounding uh, piece of your plug in. Hmm. And so basically what's happening is so imagine this. We're electric beings. Yep. Right. We're made of electricity. And so what happens is, is your body gets just like supercharged with electrons. And it's just like so healthy for your mitochondria of your cells hmm. and stuff to have. And I, I was reading the, I was reading this and I was like. I don't know if this is bullshit or, or if this is real, but I'm going to get one. I'm going to test it. And I tell you, sometimes I'm laying there. I feel so charged. Like I almost feel like you can almost feel like your, your body's vibrating because of wow. the, your, your body's just charging up with all these electrons because yeah. you were depleted. Like if, yeah. you, if you don't ever go outside and put your feet on the grass or on the dirt, then you're never really recharged. Everybody goes outside with their shoes on. Yep. So they're never, they're, you're not recharging up your electrons in your body. And I learned that and I was like, man, that's so hot. And I was thinking there last night, I was laying in bed. It was just like, 
I just felt like because <laughs> I've been gone. I had been yeah. gone for a while. I went to to uh, to Florida, my daughter's birthday. So we took the family and uh, some friends of the family, and we did this amazing, you know, four day uh, theme park deal, and just and then I went, went to this Bitcoin conference in Miami, and then was kind of feeling a little down a little bit for a couple of days, and then came back, and then like, my goodness, yeah, I can tell that my body needed some some electron juice, which yeah. is weird to think about. You think about like most. When you think about a cell, or you think about our cells, they're made of atoms, and the atoms are like 99.9 something percent empty space. Yep. They're just yep. electrons flying in there, and and little, you know, you got your, you got, you know, the neutrons in there, and the, the, it's just, we're mostly empty space and we're electricity. And so, I don't know, all these different things just kind of stack up. This ancient wisdom stuff is just fascinating to me. And so, how, how do we, how do we teach that to other people in a fun, interesting way? Kind of make the world a better place by helping everybody become a little bit of a better, you know, earth servant. Yeah, that's great, man. I love that. I love that you're combining like the the beautiful technology of blockchain and bringing it back to the ancient wisdom and those tools where it can reach more people. That's wonderful. Thanks. And what we're doing is actually 50% of the proceeds that we earn are actually going into another organization we're creating called the Helping DAO. And the Helping DAO is basically going to be this organization where the NFT holders of the shamans are going to be able to nominate people who are maybe in need, need a little bit of help. And so we're going to have funds in there to be able to distribute out. And since we have like a seven-year roadmap, we're going to, the goal is to go out and create maybe one of the biggest directories of alternative healers in the world, the best yeah. acupuncturist. Yeah the best sacral cranial folks, the best Reiki folks, maybe the best sort of metaphysical stores in the world, just like a place where people can go and say, here's this information. And if you go and, and work with any of these, you know, people or go to these stores, then you're going to earn some token from that. Cause we're actually going to create this help token that's tied to the value of the vault in the DAO, which is a decentralized autonomous organization Yep. which means everybody who owns NFTs are going to be able to vote on the governance of the, the project. So we're, we're, we're trying to, to do something nobody's done, you know, and uh, do good stuff and, and, uh, and do really, it's really amazing art. Like we got 21 artists that's created all these just beautiful, these shamans are so beautiful and um, they're really cool. And, you know, just got this sort of sweet metaphysical vibe to it. It's just like, I think it's going to inspire people when it's all said and done. Yeah. So you have real shamans that are doing the artwork. Yeah. No, we have art. We have artists that are doing the work. They're yeah. not necessarily shamans, but we've, uh, we're in contact with some shamans and I know yeah. some and try to uh, the, probably the community of those will grow over time. And that's a matter of like, how do you figure out who's real and who's a shyster and right. not? So it's like the community will probably have some review system to right. be able to really, this guy right here is not real. So whatever I like that we'll very see. cool it's, kind of, it's hard to say man because it's like the world the world is uh an interesting place and it's hard to navigate sometimes so that's why being a good researcher and figuring stuff out on your own is really helpful yep absolutely yeah we got to take responsibility of our own education uh, and dude i love that you said you did all those events and workshops right like the huna and the reiki and all these things and i find that a lot with top performers they do the work but they don't really always mention it because they're so busy working on their craft right but i want people to realize that because like you still 
put in all this work and I don't want to call it effort, right? But you, you, it's like going to the gym, right? You put in this work to keep your mental, emotional state strong. So you could do all this amazing work like soul shamans and bad boy crypto and the nifty show. Yeah. It's just, it's just, you got to have that curiosity. I yeah. think school destroys a lot of kids curiosity. Yeah. I think it's sad. It's like, I mean, I, I know like most, most people that I know that have a master's degree, like, I mean, I, I got like several buddies of mine that have master's and they're the least curious people I know. Like they don't, like they don't continue their education. Like my buddy Moser, love the guy. He got, he got his, you know, his, uh, his degree in master's in finance. And then like, I don't think he's read another book since he got out of college. Yeah, You know, it's yeah. like, and I love the guy, but he's always like, complaining about how he doesn't make as much money because he's got a master's degree i'm like dude your master's degree is from 1998 right like that a lot of that stuff is not relevant anymore because you didn't sharpen the saw you got to keep sharpening the saw as as stephen covey said you can't just rest on your laurels that doesn't happen it doesn't work today you got to keep growing your skills stacking those skills if you want to pay the bills you can't just sit on your ass and just complain and expect things to get better for you. Yep. I love that. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's just such a good example of what's going on today, right? A lot of people are taking the victim mentality approach versus taking ownership and whatever happens, COVID, the government, like forget all that and just make it happen anyway. Right. I, I, I say that exact same thing. That's just a loser mentality. Yeah. It's like, you're going to blame somebody else for all your problems. Guess what? everybody has problems yep not every, you know what's like i grew up like you know i grew up in a family where my biological father burned out whenever i was like less than two mm. my stepdad was kind of an asshole and they were yep. broke never had any money right yep. i grew up in a small town you know i didn't have money to go to, i didn't have money to go to college i had to work to be able to go to the college that i went to it's yep. like yep. everything that i've done is i had to do it on my own but i could have been like Oh, my daddy left me and he was stuck as an asshole. And <laughs> I'm going to do drugs all day and do booze and boo who me. And like, right. you can do that. That's your choice. But yep. guess what? That's not going to, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to fly with the Eagles when you're doing that route. Yep. So true. I love that. Um, all right. Man. I, tell, I tell my kids, I tell my kids this is that, yeah. you know, you can't fly with the Eagles if you're flocking with the turkeys. Mm-hmm. And so you got, it's like, if you, are, you know, it's like what happens is if you're hanging around a bunch of turds, guess what? They're going to try to bring you in the toilet with them. Yep. So you need to flush the turds before they pull you into the toilet. Because, you know, if, if you want to be successful, you know, it's like you, it's been said time and time again, you are the total, you are the lump sum of the five people you most spend your time with. Yep. Well, guess what? Some of those people you can spend time with are audiobooks, their podcasts. There's information that you're getting inside your, you know, so it's like, maybe if you don't have access to mentors and, you know, some of these people, you haven't built your network yet. You haven't got a podcast or whatever. You have, you know, it's like, start doing stuff that puts good stuff in your brain that inspires you to be a better version of yourself. Yep. That's so true. Those are two huge nuggets that we can leave people with that you said. One is it's who you spend time with is who you become, right? So if you don't know how to do that, one I love what you said, start a podcast. And that's a big thing I realized having the podcast, it's so cool. I get to connect with amazing people like yourself too, right? Pedro introduced us, which I wouldn't have been introduced to if I didn't have the podcast. And the other thing is, 
you don't need to know these people in real life. Like you could go read John Lennon's biography. I'm reading Ben Franklin's biography. Like mm. Ben Franklin is like my best friend right now, right? So okay. I love those two tips, right? Start your own podcast or start reading books of amazing people that uh, you want to be around. There you go. Yeah. That cool man. That serve you well, especially here we are, a podcast about mindset. So hopefully there was some good nuggets in there for, uh, for everybody to, to, to keep them along the path. Yeah. What do you want to leave listeners uh, off with as we, as we close this down, this amazing episode we just did? You know what? I just think it's like, find, find what drives you. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like, I mean, a lot of people are just kind of passive and, you know, it's like, they're not, they're not actively working towards major things, but I think probably people are listening to this podcast. They probably are. Yeah. Right. I would say this is a different mindset, different group of people listening to this. It's just like, you know what, what area of life interests you and start stacking skills in that area. Right. You know, it's like, all you gotta do is be curious. As long as you're curious, doors will open. And guess what? Sometimes you make your own roads. Yeah. Whenever you, yep. when you're curious, cause you're trying to figure stuff out. I always say I'm a shit figure outer. I'm gonna figure it out. I don't know it. I don't know the answer. I don't know who's going to, I don't know how it's going to be done, but I'm going to find either the answer or I'm going to find the person who can help me do it. Or I'm going to hire that person or I'm going to connect with them some way. Serendipitously, the universe will provide it if I'm focused on finding it. And so just do it. Boom. I love that. Be a shit figure outer and flush those turds. There you go. There you go. Sorry for my crassness, but that's, that's kind of, that's how it is, man. You got to get to the point. I love it. Uh, awesome, Travis. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate having Thank you on. You. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Travis Wright. Please make sure to check out the sponsors down below and make sure to sign up for the newsletter for more exclusive content. And I hope to see you next time.